0: Welcome to NALC's You Are the Current Resident podcast. I'm Brian Renfro, NALC Executive Vice President, and this is a podcast for Wednesday, March 25th. Today's podcast is dedicated to an audio version of a statement from NALC President Fred Rolando to NALC members about the COVID-19 pandemic, the Postal Service, and how it impacts letter carriers. So we're going to go to that statement now, and then I will come back here with some closing comments.
1: NALC President Fred Rolando. Good morning, this is NALC President Fred Rolando. Today is March 25th, 2020. As the situation surrounding the outbreak of the coronavirus continues to evolve, NALC has been working around the clock with allies in both parties to secure financial appropriations for the Postal Service similar to that being proposed by congress for the airlines and other hard-hit industries to deal with the huge loss of mail volume we're experiencing as our economy is shut down to fight the covid 19 pandemic unfortunately negotiations between the house senate and administration have been unsuccessful in obtaining an appropriation for the postal service and stimulus efforts However, it appears this morning the parties may be approving an additional ten billion dollars in borrowing authority in this stimulus package. This is not a sufficient solution. NALC will continue fighting for appropriate measures and we encourage you to check the NALC website for final details in the future. We will continue to fight this battle to secure the long-term viability of the Postal Service as its services are needed more than ever. Right now, We are delivering notices for the decennial census, CDC pamphlets for households, and a large number of e-commerce products at a time when retail options are limited. Soon, we will likely handle the distribution of Treasury stimulus checks, home virus testing kits, and a surge of absentee ballots later this year. We will keep you posted. However, the main focus of this communication this morning concerns the health and safety of letter carriers. NELC continues to have constant communication with Postmaster General Megan Brennan and other management officials regarding the Postal Service's overall efforts related to the outbreak and specific issues related to letter carriers. Previously, I asked letter carriers to communicate with their NELC branch officers or national business agent if they see problems in their office with lack of cleaning, shortage of sanitizing supplies, stand-up talks not being conducted, or any instruction that conflicts with the guidance being provided by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, CDC. We have received many reports regarding these issues and we are currently working on each of them with postal officials. It's extremely important that issues in each office are promptly reported so they can be addressed. Each NBA office is reaching out to each branch to gather this information. The Postal Service has committed to provide daily supplies necessary for postal employees to clean frequently touched items in the office, as well as provide necessary supplies for letter carriers to use to clean steering wheels and other frequently touched surfaces in postal vehicles. They have also committed to provide supplies for use while on the street, such as hand sanitizer and cleaning supplies to maintain cleanliness on surfaces in the vehicle, and on other surfaces we encounter on the street. They have also committed to provide masks and nitrile gloves for any employee that requests them. We have received almost 3,000 reports from all over the country regarding these issues. In some places, all of these things are being done. However, in too many places, they are not. These reports allow us to communicate the shortfalls with the Postal Service on a daily basis so they can ship the products to the areas that need them the most as they receive them. In the places where there are not enough supplies, or none at all, it is generally due to the overall shortage of these items throughout the country. The Postal Service has been working to acquire more items, even authorizing local managers to purchase them if they could be found. The Postal Service has also told us that letter carriers will soon be authorized to use their credit card, normally used to purchase fuel for the postal vehicles, to purchase necessary supplies where available. Yesterday, the Postal Service informed me it received a large shipment of hand sanitizer, and those items have already been sent out to the field to fill orders. Another large shipment is due to arrive today. Those items will also be distributed to the field immediately. Letter carriers should also take action locally regarding these types of issues. Section 8246 of the Employee and Labor Relations Manual outlines the procedures for employees to report hazards and unsafe conditions or practices to their supervisors. It also outlines what management is required to do to investigate and take corrective action to abate the hazard. PS Form 1767, Report of Hazard, Unsafe Condition or Practice, should be used by any employee or their union representative who believes that an unsafe or unhealthful condition exists in the workplace. All facilities should be adequately cleaned at least daily. Such cleaning should include sanitizing the case ledge, time clocks, scanners, vehicles, and all frequently touched surfaces. If this is not being performed by maintenance personnel, then the postal service should be providing letter carriers with the supplies to do it and protect themselves. If this is not being done, and any letter carrier feels that it is unsafe to work at a case, in a vehicle, or any other place, a report of the condition should be completed on PS Form 1767 with their immediate supervisor and request an inspection of the alleged condition. If the employee desires an amenity, They may file PS Form 1767 directly with the installation safety personnel who is required to immediately give the report to the employee's supervisor for necessary action and keep the reporting employee's identity anonymous. Letter carriers may also report the alleged unsafe condition to a steward who may then discuss the condition with the employee's supervisor. The immediate supervisor must promptly, within the tour of duty, investigate the alleged condition, initiate immediate corrective action, or make appropriate recommendations, record his or her actions or recommendations on PS Form 1767, and forward the original PS Form 1767 and one copy to the next appropriate level of management. It is also required that the employee receive a copy signed by the supervisor as a receipt. The third copy of the form must be immediately forwarded to the facility safety coordinator. It is always the supervisor's responsibility to monitor the status of the report until the hazard is corrected. Letter carriers should put the responsibility of correcting these types of situations on their supervisors. It's their responsibility. If the situation is not corrected, we should be asking those supervisors what they would like us to do until it is resolved. If you are given other duties that are safe to perform while the hazard you reported is being corrected, you should follow that instruction. If you are instructed to work in the unsafe condition prior to it being corrected, immediately ask to speak to your shop steward. If your steward is not available, ask to contact a branch officer or the NBA. Letter carriers should always insist on being provided a workplace that is as safe as possible. But the importance of cleanliness and sanitization is even more heightened as we work through this very tough time. The Postal Service has stated employees who do not feel safe working in the facility may be allowed to take emergency annual leave or leave without pay to the extent feasible. The Postal Service will follow a liberal leave usage policy for employees. So if you choose to take leave, a leave without pay in this circumstance, please inform your shop steward or branch officer so any possible violations of the collective bargaining agreement or applicable MOUs can be investigated. In the past week, Postal Headquarters has distributed several additional mandatory stand-up talks to be given in every post office across the nation. Such topics include guidance on social gatherings, customer interaction for carriers, keeping your vehicle clean, and the new customer signature capture process. These stand-up talks are posted on the Safety and Health page of NALC's website. We worked with the Postal Service to establish alternate delivery instructions to eliminate customer contact for mail that requires customer signatures. To reduce health risks associated with this, The Postal Service has temporarily modified customer signature capture procedures for the mobile delivery device. Sign on Glass feature, PS Form 3811, PS Form 3849, and any hard copy receipt items usually signed by customers. The following process now applies to all letter carriers. 1. Avoid ringing the doorbell when possible. Knock on the customer's door. Avoid areas that may be frequently touched when knocking. Two, while maintaining a safe, appropriate distance, request the customer's first initial and last name. Using the scanner, scan the mail piece barcode, select delivered, and answer the prompted questions. Enter the customer's first initial and last name when prompted for the name. When prompted for the customer to sign the MDD screen, Employees are to print their own initials, not a signature, route number and notate C19 on the screen in lieu of the customer's signature. For return receipts and other hard copy items, enter the customer's first initial and last name in the signature box of the form. PS Forms 3811 and 3849, Employees are to print their own initials, again, not a signature the route number, and notate C-19 in the Received By or Printed Name section, dependent on the form. With the PS Form 3849, scan the completed form following the normal process to finalize the delivery. Third, for increased safety, politely ask the customer to step back a safe distance or close the screen door so you may leave the item in the mail receptacle or appropriate location by the customer door fourth if there is no response follow the normal notice left process and fifth if there are delivery points on your route where social distancing recommendations are difficult to follow please advise your supervisor so alternative delivery methods can be explored in addition to this new signature capture process letter carriers should practice centers for disease control and prevention recommended social distancing from customers. In the past week, NALC and the Postal Service have agreed upon several memorandums of understanding or agreement due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Each of these agreements are available on the NALC website on the Materials Reference System, MRS page. As I previously reported, Memorandum of Understanding M01910 allows career letter carriers to use sick leave for dependent care to care for a child as a result of a closed daycare, school, or the unavailability of the child's primary caregiver due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Also, an MOU M01911 Give City Carrier Assistance an additional 80 hours of paid leave to use since CCAs do not earn sick leave in connection with certain reasons resulting from the COVID 19 pandemic. Since then, NELC and the Postal Service entered into two more agreements. NELC and the Postal Service agreed to a temporary time limit extension on Step B and arbitration appeals on March 20th. The parties agree that time limits for appealing grievances to Step B of the Grievance Arbitration Procedure and appeals to arbitration will be extended for a period of 30 days beyond those specified in the National Agreement. This time limit extension only applies to grievances that would have been timely filed or appealed on or after the signature date of this agreement. The agreement expires on April 19, 2020. However, the parties will revisit the issue immediately prior to that date to determine if an extension is appropriate. We also agreed to a Memorandum of Understanding on March 23rd instituting the use of Employee and Labor Relations Manual Section 432.53, City Letter Carriers 701 Rule. A full-time city letter carrier who actually works more than seven hours but less than eight hours of a regularly scheduled day will, upon his or her request, be officially excused from the completion of the eight hour tour and still credited with eight hours of work time for pay purposes. Any hours not worked between the seventh and eighth hour of a regular scheduled day pursuant to the ELM 432.53 are included in an employee's regular rate of pay. The agreement lasts for 60 days, however, the parties will revisit this issue immediately prior to its expiration to determine if an extension is appropriate. Also recently added to the MRS page of the NALC website is a letter from the Postal Service to the management in the field regarding recent agreements leave policy, and approval of requests for change of schedule due to childcare needs related to the COVID-19 pandemic. The letter states that in addition to allowing sick leave for dependent care, for the next 60-day period, managers and supervisors should allow liberal changes of schedule in recognition of the disruption caused by the COVID-19 pandemic. To the extent operationally practicable, Managers and supervisors should accommodate employees who submit PS Form 3189, Request for Temporary Schedule Change for Personal Convenience, as a result of childcare issues caused by daycare closures, school closures, or the unavailability of a child's primary caregiver as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic. Managers and supervisors should also allow liberal sick leave usage for employees and liberal annual and leave without pay usage to the extent operationally feasible during the time period. If an employee requests leave for reasons related to COVID-19, such leave should be treated as scheduled as opposed to unscheduled. Leave taken for COVID-19 related reasons between February 29th, 2020 and May 17th, 2020 may not be cited in discipline for failing to maintain an assigned schedule. We are still working on addressing the issue of newly converted employees to career status, not having accumulated leave to deal with the issues caused by the COVID-19 pandemic. We are also working on staggering starting times for letter carriers to better accommodate the need for social distancing. There are many other fast-developing issues that we continue to discuss with the Postal Service. I hope to have agreements in place on these and other issues soon. As the number of confirmed positive coronavirus cases have increased throughout the general public, so too have been the number of postal employees who have tested positive. So far, 51 postal employees have tested positive for COVID-19. Nearly 2,000 are in quarantine and about 150 have returned to work from quarantine about half of the postal employees are quarantined by order of public health officials and half have chosen to self-quarantine when an employee tests positive we have seen a consistent series of steps take place first the health care provider reports it to the cdc who then confirms the positive test the cdc then forwards the information to the appropriate public health officials in that area to investigate and instruct affected people on what actions should be taken to protect the public health. In these situations, public health officials have evaluated those employees' activities and interactions with others and determined which employees and others should enter a quarantine period. Eligible employees identified by public health officials are being paid administrative leave for the quarantine period. In the event you are contacted by a local public health official and identified as someone who may have had contact with an individual who has tested positive for the coronavirus, please immediately inform your supervisor and local NELC branch officer as a means to protect your coworkers and community. When there is a suspected positive test or exposure to the coronavirus in an office, but has not yet been confirmed by the CDC or addressed by public health officials, the question is, what should other employees do? If you reasonably believe you have been exposed at work or at any other location, you may choose to self-quarantine and use sick leave for the quarantine period. In this case, you should immediately contact your healthcare provider, follow the instructions you receive, and stay home until you're cleared to return to work. In many cities and states, government authorities have identified groups of people that should self-quarantine, such as individuals over a certain age. While the Postal Service is considered mission-critical and not subject to state and local directives, employees that choose to self-quarantine in these circumstances may use sick leave for the quarantine period. I am again asking for your help spreading the information in this statement to your fellow employees. Making sure all letter carriers have this information is very important. I also ask you to communicate issues in your office to your shop steward, branch officers, or your NBA's office. Following the CDC's recommendations is important for everyone, but particularly for Michigan critical public servants like us that are out working every day please do everything you can to protect yourself your family your co-workers and your customers thank you again for your dedicated service to your customers and to each other again if you have any questions or issues to report please contact a branch officer or your national business agent thank you please be safe that was
0: NELC president Fred Rolando with the audio version of its March 25th statement to NELC members about the COVID-19 pandemic, the Postal Service, and its impact on letter carriers. A written version of that statement is also available on the NELC website at NELC.org. And I encourage you to go find the written version, share this podcast, share the written version with your fellow letter carriers. I'm also excited to announce a new resource for you, our members, um, for, for questions and comments about the uh, COVID-19 pandemic and its impact on you. There are all kinds of situations that come up that, that in some cases are specific to certain areas or offices or individuals. Um, and, and while we've we've discussed in the past about how to uh, ask us a question or provide some feedback or comment on social media or about the podcast, this is an entirely separate Uh, resource that's designed to be in addition to the the normal channels you would use, talking to your shop steward, your uh, branch officers, your national business agent, us here at headquarters. So we've developed um, a process and a a way for you to reach out to us here at NELC headquarters with any questions or concerns you may have via email. So there is an email address, COVID19 at NELC.org that's C-O-V- ID19 at NELC.org. Any member, feel free to use that to send an email with a question, comment, any sort of information you want to provide. Um, And we'll be happy to have uh, one of our our letter care staff here at NELC headquarters. We'll be more than happy to answer your email, maybe by email. They may give you a phone call, um, but to be sure that any questions or concerns that that you have are, are both answered um, and also heard by us. So we encourage you to use it. Um, again, it's COVID19 at NALC.org, C-O-V-I-D-1-9 at NALC.org. That information is also now posted on the website where you will see the written version of the statement and, and a link to this podcast. Um, As always, when it comes to the podcast, we encourage you to provide um, feedback to us, ask us questions, things that we may want to cover on the podcast, and there's multiple ways of doing that. If you'd like to provide that to us by email, you can use the social at NALC.org email. That's social, S-O-C-I-A-L, at NALC.org. You could also comment, question, whatever you want to tell us on social media, we have several social media accounts. On Twitter, we're at NALC underscore national. On Instagram, at letter carriers. On Facebook, at NALC.national. Uh, we have a YouTube channel, uh, it's called The Postal Record. And of course, uh, our website, NALC.org, is always there for you. But if you'd like to use one of those mediums to ask us questions or comments or give feedback, we ask that you use the hashtag. Y-A-T-C-R-P-O-D. That stands for You Are the Current Resident Pod. Again, that's hashtag Y-A-T-C-R-P-O-D. Well, thanks again, everyone, for tuning in. Uh, we'll continue to bring you these, these podcasts on nearly a daily basis or anytime there's information that uh, we think would be of, of interest and be useful to you, our members. So until next time, everyone stay safe.